Welcome to the Crone's Porch, magic, witchcraft, and a liminal approach to magical faith. This is your grandmother's podcast. And a content warning for the use of colorful language, general curmudgeonry, holiday liberated libatious feelings. These opinions are our own, which we share as practitioners stumbling upon a crone path. Very true. And today we're talking about rest, relaxation, taking a step back, and, you know, championing the cause of doing nothing often. So enjoy the magic of rest. Hi, Colin. Hi, Ian. We're next to each other, not across Zoom. I know. We don't get to see each other as often as I think would be awesome, but you know I'm happy when we do. It's true. I also want to resurrect an old favorite. Uh, we haven't done this yes, in a long time because we, we stopped. <laughs> Which was wise, I suppose. I suppose. But uh, what are we drinking because it's holiday time? I am drinking a cider with herbs and hibiscus. Hibiscus. And I'm drinking a cider with blueberry and is whatever was in my fridge. So uh, it's tasty. Cheers. Slanchiva. Mm. Oh. I do love me some cider. But it's high holiday. I though. know. Although we cheated yeah. in uh, doing Yule. We did. <laughs> it was holiday. It was. Uh, and, you know, I think that, that that sort of illustrates the point we're trying to get across today that shit happens and sometimes you have to improvise or even just say, it didn't work. You know, it's okay. Yule's also very little religious content for our tradition. Kind of. It's uh, hail and welcome, drunk Odin, uh, maybe something about the long night for the Holly King. Want the sun back. And then gift giving, which you, which we have done for the past two years through the mail. Yeah. Which has been very successful. And we can't really record a gift giving unless we no. just want to unbox them <laughs> no. for all of our listeners and be like, look what we've got. Yeah. No, but I mean, I got some nice gifts, so thank you. I did too, so thank you. Uh, but it's Imolk, which oddly is a holiday I always have a, a special place in my heart mm-hmm. for, because Yule is always during holiday, which, you know, the Pagan Student Association wasn't together for. Right. Unless you lived in the area. But Imbolc's the first one that's like back on campus. It's mm-hmm. also when we have mm-hmm. the energy, no, finals and midterms are nowhere near. It's February, so it's the height of winter in Syracuse. Uh, so it's the, there's nothing else to do. It has a special place in my heart too, in that it was the first really big ritual we planned for the students in Binghamton. Oh, it was. Well, oh. It, I mean, we had, but it was the first like really fire heavy, like traditional outdoor yeah. ritual. Yeah. So that wasn't rained out. That was that was really, really cool. And I like Imbolc because it's also a very low pressure holiday. Yeah. Because it the tradition is about like resting, restoring, coming back to the sort of sunny working part of the year. Yeah. Um, and I think it it, it helps burn away that 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 tiredness in some ways. Yep. But it doesn't ask you to you know like we've talked about on the podcast before. Br- Bridget is not one of those gods who demands full attention. She's a very compassionate sort of good job type of deity yeah most of the time and i think that also comes partly because she's been secreticized with a saint which <laughs> before i have to admit before my whole hang-ups with my past of catholicism yeah. has made it really difficult but now i'm exploring more of like what parts of this syncretic stuff can i work in especially with the slavic and the gaelic and i think that saint Bridget 
not being a Christian saint, but rather being a pagan saint is actually a really powerful piece of magic. That's not a nice bridge, because, I mean, this is purely in our experience, so folks who are outside of this experience would love to hear from you. Absolutely. You know, but we both came from Catholicism, specifically mm -hmm. Roman Catholic yeah. faith, so to have some nice bridges, <laughs> pun intended, um into the faith like things that we can utilize our past experience on uh with like saint worship or just having things some nice tie-ins to things we used to do is nice because it's so daunting yeah. sometimes to basically start a faith over from scratch yeah and have to do all the exploring and the learning and the is this the right ritual are these the right supplies am i being ripped off by someone who just has more money and is able to print yeah are these even real associations or is it someone in their basement is just like i'm gonna patent that green is money <laughs> yeah and then sell candles i mean like five bucks a piece it's true and i have to admit that um at my core i love catholicism except for the fact that it worships worships yahweh and jesus which i know kind of is the core of the religion but i love the high ritual i love the vestmentry i love the pageantry i love the pseudo polytheism of saint worship which feels very familiar i love the <laughs> ale and cake the systematizing of ale and cakes with the eucharist i like crossing even though that that's a christian symbol but the nice thing about bridget is her symbol even before christianity was a cross yeah. a solar cross so we can re retake in these childhood ritual systems and then paganize them or if you want to argue re-paganize them yeah Re instead of you know undo some of that appropriation or reappropriate i don't know about the wording and politics of that one but take these <laughs> these practices and bring them back into our lives without having to deal with the baggage of christianity yeah um so that's that's part of what what i'm i'm i think is important for this in bulk is to put blend some of that back in a little bit um like uh I've rewritten the Hail Mary to be a Bridget prayer and we're going to do a Eucharist style ale and cakes and some crossing. And I think it'll be a, a good exploration. Almost definitely. So I think, think other things related to Imbolc. The other thing that I always also really love, and it was one particular year. Imbolc was also one of the ones that became very student led. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it was one of the many, uh, for those of us who were close to graduation, we always had to lead one high holiday before we graduated. It was a requirement to do so, to do that level of community work. Um, and uh, a friend of mine did it and really hammered in the milk association of like, it's mm, the time mm -hmm, of year mm -hmm. when sheep and several other mammals are first starting to get their milk in preparation for giving birth. Yep, pretty much. Spring. And, you know, I think we've said this multiple times on the podcast. I love the transition holidays. There's something really nice about the ones where it's not about doing a thing. It's not about a performance, you know, uh, Beltana and so many of the other holidays are about performance and True. doing a thing. Um, but the transition ones are usually just about recognizing that a thing is coming. Yeah. And just like preparing for it. Not really doing anything about it, but just like, oh, milk's here. Okay, I gotta like, you know, yeah, build up my grain stocks again, get ready for birthing. I gotta maybe dust off some skills later. Like, okay, it's in my brain. I'm gonna prepare. 
Good. I think of it as from like a, and I don't, I don't want to speak too far outside of my experience, but I think this is a, if we have any listeners who may be trans or gender queer, this is also, there's a kind of a, a rebellious undertone of like titty intentions. So if you've got some titty intentions, now's the time to set them, whether that means like physically or like the idea of just sort of the nurturing milk giving birthing type of situation. Like now's the time to set up the idea. Bialtana is when it's time to birth the idea, but this is the time to put some thoughts in the titties. <laughs> thoughts in the titties. Title of this episode. Maybe. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not actually sure if I want that to be the title of this episode. I do. I'm putting it on Spotify. I'm more worried about the censorship on that one. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I, mean, I think there's something so special. We kind of said at the top of the episode and the intro to this episode that the this is about rest. Yes. And I like that. I think it's a revolutionary act, a revolutionary thing to build rest into your faith practice, to yes. make rest a faith uh, experience, a mm -hmm. very spiritual experience, um, to give it higher meaning and at the same time give it no meaning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Syn Syncretize your rest. And make I, it like no god told me to i My think god told me to rest you i think it's absolutely i think it's part of the tradition um at least in the way that we're constructing it is to recognize that our beliefs are seasonal and we have these fulcrums of the year and that between them it's very likely that there'll be periods of what has been traditionally called droughts of practice but i like to think of their rest periods magic is an intensive faith system and if you don't do anything that doesn't make you less powerful it doesn't make you less involved it just means that's what needed to happen like we're not magicians <laughs> we don't have that schedule and that's not against magicians that's a perfectly valid practice it's just not our tradition our tradition is basically just observing the wheel of the year and whatever magic we need in the moment and not trying to force any any unnecessary work and so rest periods will happen and they're totally natural and that's also a pattern that goes for anything in life you know we're always taught to be productive 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 like even monetizing our hobbies if we're not doing a productive i.e a marketable hobby it doesn't feel like you're doing the right thing for for a lot of folks no no, we're purposeless beings in the cosmos. That's how wonderful humanity is wonderful because we have no purpose. Lean into the skid. That's our theme for this year, kind of. <laughs> I think that's a poignant in the pandemic. I don't think I would have appreciated this lesson had there, I don't even, okay, I can't say I've had there been no pandemic, but pre definitely pre-pandemic in bulk was just one of those it's part of the wheel of the year i gotta get back to classes uh -huh. so i gotta get back to doing something later uh so i'm gonna appreciate this time and drink my oat milk or blow people's minds with grass-fed milk and the fat cap on top oh uh, that was hilarious <laughs> but in a pandemic learning so much or experiencing the deeper folds of each of the high holidays has been really mm -hmm. wonderful. And I will even say we're far off from Beltana, but doing Beltana in a pandemic where you have to be like basically doing nothing or slowing down or doing really mm -hmm. limited things was also a fun time to really think about what Beltana means when we 
can't do the really active bits. So Mayday type stuff. Yeah. yeah. The Mayday, it's about, like, what it means. Yeah. No, I think I will have to say that the pandemic for all of its like fuckness. There's a lot of fuckness. A lot of fuckness. And I'm not trying to dismiss the amount of pain and death it has caused, but along the lines of just acknowledging that I think it has really turned what was for us just like a thought and a friendship synchronous moment into a legitimate tradition. <laughs> We've worked very hard to make this something viable. And while, and I appreciate so much that it is, we haven't made it like a solid pattern because I think the ability to explore as as the wheel turns every year is important, but we've turned it into a legitimate practice where we have our like we have our rhythm down, yeah, and we have our knowledge base set up, uh-huh. but we continue to explore and expand, and that's the point. And I appreciate that. And I think without the pandemic, it would have been much harder for us to slip into that rhythm around year one, and now that we're on year two three we are just ready to go like it's gone from like setting it up to being like let's run with it let's keep going we're gonna do this till we die let's go 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 (laughs) which is true like i'm really excited and it's not and this is again a love in both because it's just preparation we're just like dividing our time because i know ostara will probably lay some of the groundwork for our good people fay exploration in the summer absolutely because it'll be the changing of the season and yeah the people will be back in the hills they won't be they'll be in this getting ready to come to their summer homes we'll be like good you're coming back to the neighborhood so we can do things over summer yeah welcome we're laying this intention welcome basket but this is the holiday for us to think about it Mm-hmm. and have that fun with it and think about all the things that we get to do and it, again we also both of us living academic calendar years mm-hmm. of you know the new year isn't really the new year because it's just the in between the two <laughs> in between the two semesters Inwalk also falls in the beginning of the semester we come out of the yeah always hellish getting students back on campus <sighs> welcome week stuff for <sighs> the spring semester it's the lull that comes right after that when then the more consistent hopefully even pace work of february march april into graduation happens so we get the the rest break there yes too. <laughs> absolutely and for me at least i've been feeling the real a real need for in bulk lately around especially my mental health because and i don't want to overshare but like I've been living alone and this is the first time that I've really like lived on my own as a professional, not in school, not with other stuff in a new place, far from family and friends. I mean, on the other hand, the digital technology does reduce the distance. Like you and I talk on an almost daily basis and we hang out like on an almost weekly basis, which is awesome. But shout out to Borderlands on the internet. Yeah, for real. But like, it's there's nothing wrong with admitting like I can't do a lot of intense magic right now, which is where I've been at. But I feel I'm starting to feel that recharge from Imbolc where I'm like, I can get more into this. I've started to break down, you know, one of my projects and be like, I can think I can do this, but if I set a big enough timeline. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that's also a message of Imbolc too, is that like 
very little happens on your timeline. Like you don't choose when your livestock lactate. You don't choose when your crops grow. You just kind of have to run with it because they're going to do their thing. And that goes for projects, life, goals. These things sometimes take on a life of their own. Yeah, I always feel like spring semester, I always have a lot more to do. I have a lot more events, even though like LGBT instruments in right. the fall semester. Spring is like, I'm doing stuff for Black History Month. I'm doing stuff for Women's History Month, Asian yeah. and Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I'm doing stuff for Disability Awareness yep. Month. Uh, there's always several different graduation events that happen that we're a part of that we usually don't do for winter graduation. And it, yeah, it feels manageable because we had the the mess, arguably, of fall of uh, trying to piece together fall after such a long break of of and a heightened uh energy state of summer but winter just the rest i get which is surprising the rest i get in winter break that's usually just a week long it's usually just the holiday week is so different from the summer rest because even though the summer arguably i get more rest because students aren't around and it's when people take their vacations it's not really physical rest because that vacation time is going on holiday or it's taking a trip. It's going to amusement parks. It's doing hikes. It's doing things. Summer, yeah. energetic time. Um, so I always come into spring semester like, I have more to do. And that should feel worse. But it uh-huh. honestly feels easier every spring semester, which is always so strange. Because I'm like, I, I, know. I do more in spring. This should be worse. And it's, nope, it's always easier. The students are also in their rhythm true they're not you know either fresh fresh faced first year students who have no idea what college is in the fall they've gotten their rhythm into spring semester the seniors have gotten their rhythm and are coming on graduation so they are in a i'm willing to do anything no fucks to give really and and they're willing to do anything because it's the last moments before they graduate uh there's always just such a liveliness of spring in the spring semester and in bulk is that little bit of yeah this is really happening and get ready for all the fun wow to come and yeah no i feel the same i'm glad you you said that because spring semester so far has been way easier than fall semester and i feel like i've been doing on a daily basis the same if not more work Uh but it feels easier and i also have to say as a magical practitioner i love academia in some ways (laughs) because it gives me that purposeful purposelessness that allows me to have really impactful moments without crushing my soul every minute. And so I find that really, I find that really nice, but I guess my big takeaway from this impulse is especially in a pandemic, like there is no standard by which to judge yeah. yourself beyond like, are you still alive? Good work. Yeah. What were we doing last year? Last year, it's we we were in Oviedo, but yeah, and I believe you were visiting us every time at that point. Mm-hmm, we did because mm-hmm. uh, I was living with my grandparents. Yep. Yeah, we did like one of the spring ones, maybe Ostara mm-hmm. or uh, whatever it is. We did Bialtana at my house last year. Yeah. Okay. So we did Bialtana at your house. So we were in Oviedo, and I think uh, we that did... one felt different. And what? I don't know why. I can't remember. I remember we shocked. did fire, and I think we were. We were all beginning to enter a state of like, I need something new at that point. I was starting to really, I was starting to really flag at my job. You were starting to really get frustrated at Binghamton. And so the seeds were planted for that. And I think it was a moment of 
calm before the storm. Yes, because my storm really kicked off Ostar. I took Ostar as the, like, it's a changing of the seasons. I'm changing And Bialtana was for me. Yeah. So I think Again, last the seeds year, planted. Yeah, we didn't last, do anything. Last year was the, yeah, we, we set up candles. We said, thank you, Bridget. We got drunk and we played video games. Video right. games. And then it sort of went on from there. I think this year, something I found at least this year is the holidays have felt more intentional. Yeah. I think for, because we're both relatively more settled, like you've got, you and Travis have got your situation in Connecticut. I've got mine in Pennsylvania. Like things have been had. We're in an actual state of career growth instead of stagnation, hoping for something. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's felt more. I I feel like I felt more authentic emotion through it, both like the very happy. And then like when it's over the very sad, but that sad doesn't like last it, like, moves on naturally yeah and i think that's an important thing to highlight is like feeling those feelings as they are and we actually plan more yes we felt like i mean we're still very last minute nellies in Mm -hmm. that it's uh the weekend approaches and we're like what do we want to do tomorrow for high holiday right um but last year was always reacting to what was going mm-hmm. around where this mm-hmm. time we're always like oh well, there's stuff going around and we'll reference that but like what do we want for this coming right what right. do we want to prepare for like that comfort of we actually get to look forward and be like what do we need for the next like two months you know what even even in our uh yearly prosperity jars some they were very desperate yes. in, in years past yes. of <laughs> I need this because I need it. Yeah. Where now we're like, I actually want intentional growth. Yes. I don't want growth for growth's sake. I don't want to get a job because I just need a job that is not here and like is a step up or I need the I need the next thing because I've been stuck. It's like, no, I want, if if a thing is going to come, I want it to mean something. And if nothing is going to come that means something, then I'm willing to wait to next year's and next year's cycle to, again, try to plant an intentional seed. I don't need to take everything that comes my way, which feels very mature for after being very yes. recent grads that were able to look at something and actually say, I'm willing to pass on that opportunity. Yeah. Like, I passed on a job offer and I felt so bold to pass on a job (laughs) offer because it would have paid more, but it would have been a step sideways and kind of a step sideways out of what I was on the track for. And I actually said like, no, this isn't, I don't need this for a specific sake. And I have like the privilege to be able to say that, which is really nice. And (laughs) I'm very happy to be in that space, but it was like, wow, I'm actually in that part of my life where I can go out and seek opportunities and when some come back, I actually can look at them and say, I don't need this right now. I'm actually, I'm going to wait for something a little shinier. I'm going to, you know, press my luck and go to the next round and risk it again. I don't need to take it because it's just the thing in front of me yeah. that works. No, I mean, I feel the same way of I'm like in a place where I can say, yeah, my job isn't the best paying one, but it's the healthiest job environment I've ever been in. Uh Like my boss literally encourages me to take time off, to not do any work outside of work hours. Like that's worth its weight in gold. (laughs) I cannot have to worry. I'm in the, the nice privilege position of not having to worry about my livelihood and I can keep this great job situation. And I love it. Like I get to do religion stuff for a living. Uh How cool is that? trying to drop nuggets of 
religion opportunities at my school too. So who knows? Maybe in a few years. I know. I'll be heading off more in that direction too. It's it's what we do. It's what we're best at. It's very interesting. I have found that still the gender and sexuality thing is like what I'm best at, but the religion thing has been a a plus in this environment. Yeah. Everyone always surprised when I can do interfaith work, and they're like, "What? We can do that here?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's not that. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Oh, it's a. It's a. It is hard. It's, a, it's, it's really hard. But it's also, it, it's it's like one of those situations where it's more about just like." getting it going less about like it's an insurmountable problem no it's more like people are very resistant but once they're in it they can keep it like those barriers are relatively fragile once you once you once you break through them it's just getting people into that headspace yeah so Um, in book 2022 all about rest all about and i wish i should say if you're not in the comfortable space yet or a stable space yet Mm-hmm. this is still a transition holiday it's yeah. still a really great time to plant the seeds of like your next big move knowing when your next big move is maybe it's cultivating the confidence to quit your job even if you don't have anything lined up maybe it's the resilience to stick into a job that's not healthy but provides you with some financial comfort but and you need that in order to be able to survive maybe it's the the audacity <laughs> to say no to your supervisor um, even if it is an uncomfortable situation, like this is still a great holiday for that. We just happen to be in a very comfortable Absol- spot. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, it may also be, you know, the courage to explore something you're uncomfortable with. Like, I'm definitely not super comfortable with the idea of putting Catholic, Catholic ritual back in my practice, but it feels important. Or even the temerity to tell someone like, no, I don't agree with you. Like, stand up for your beliefs, even if they're not the ones that are in vogue. Um, intentionality is a background app. <laughs> like, it'll run, it, once you start to set it, it'll run itself. You don't have to constantly put in a lot of, like, constant, consistent effort. It's not a discipline. It's a long-term situation. So yeah. don't don't be hard on yourself if, if you, don't, you don't even see anything until next in bulk, even. Yeah. You know? Just let it let it run itself a little bit. Yeah, so I guess the we're coming down to the end. So you know, yeah. <laughs> we hope you had a lovely time with us on Imbolc. Uh, we actually are on our shit this year, so this is out on Imbolc. So I know it's crazy. Um, so if you want to interact with us, we're on several social media platforms inconsistently, but you know, if you thrive off the uh, excited to see when we post yeah. up, yeah, like <laughs> every three months. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok at Crohn's Porch. Yep. C-O-C-R-O-N-E-S-P-O-R-C-H. We're on Facebook, singular Crone Porch, Crone, C-R-O-N-E, Porch. And you can email us, Porch at gmail.com. We would still love to do episodes that involve audience, um, yes. whether that is a question-based episode. We definitely don't have the followers on our platforms to do that. But, you know, if you had episode ideas, just thoughts, uh, feedback, anything really, we're desperate and not desperate. Uh, we'll take anything. Yeah. If you'd like to even suggest a topic, we're open to that too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, high holiday. Yeah. Well, how, yeah. next up is Ostara, which is my personal favorite. It's the one I've had the strongest cultural. You know, I'm to. really, I'm really beginning to uh, take Ostara as one of my favorites. It's in the top three at this point. 
and pierogies are speaking yeah yeah well now that i've embraced the slavicness i've been so entirely like shocked by how holy slavic like not holy but how incredibly slavic i am like almost to an equal measure of my gaelicness at this point and it's really <laughs> surprising Woo but they live side by side without any conflict it's great good so uh you know and we have a great episode coming up or actually we'll have we'll have an interview yeah yeah we'll have a special guest so get ready for that and remember we're actually on a decent tight schedule i believe second friday of every month is when we post our monthly episodes so you can actually you look forward to it rather than hoping every day might be the day. <laughs> we apologize. So, <laughs> year three was a uh, promise to be consistent. We're taking on that train. A hope to be consistent. A hope to be consistent. But uh, I'll say Dosidania. And I will say Slan. And we'll see you next time on, on the, the Crone's Porch. Porch.